Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com, and I'm here today with Susanna McCann. Susanna is a beautiful soul, and I'm so happy to share her with you. She is a divine feminine and women's empowerment coach. Welcome, Susanna. Thank you, Linda. I'm really happy to be here. She actually came to the Ottawa area a few years ago and taught the Whole Body Goddess Workshop, and it was an amazing, amazing experience. And let me tell you, I don't know anyone else who would be as qualified or energetically as capable of leading all the participants through the journey that we went through that day. Thank you, Linda. It was a beautiful opportunity to meet these gorgeous Ottawa area goddesses. Goddess energy is something that in a spiritual world, it gets tossed about quite a bit, but there's a a real depth and power to the goddess energy that often is overlooked. So I'm wondering if you could just give us a little taste of that. We all know that we've been living in very patriarchal cultures for a long, long time. And all of us have both masculine and feminine aspects to us. The two can't exist separately, really. However, in our culture, there's been a drastically higher valuation placed on the masculine than the feminine. And for a long time, men have been running the world. The masculine has been valued more highly. And women have, in order to participate in the world, had to adopt the way they operate. There have been all sorts of confusions, and we've left quite a bit of ourselves behind in a sense. With this huge cultural change, there's all this strange excess baggage and twisted beliefs and things sort of weighing us down and preventing us from really coming into our own feminine radiance and beauty and bringing that into the world in a powerful way where we own our own power and we can be a really good balance and complement to the masculine power. And that's true within ourselves as well as in our intimate partnerships. And I think we really need that for balance in the world. We really do. You know, all the things that are going on in the world that are so heartbreaking. And this root devaluation of the feminine is at the core of all of those. Things like ecological devastation. Mother Earth, you know, can be trampled because, oh, it's just, you know, it's just material reality or something. So it doesn't matter if we destroy, you know, kill all these species, etc. You know, that's just one example. If you look at any of them, that imbalance is at the core of it. And so women who feel a desire to reconnect with and embody their feminine energy more are really contributing hugely to this increased balance that's really striving to come forth in the world today, not to mention enriching their own lives and their own relationships. 
Wow, Susanna, you said actually something really profound, and that is the ability for women to actually connect with that part of themselves. And because it's been lost for many people in this current day and age, you know, they might not know how to do that. Yes. They might not know what that means even, how to embrace their feminine side. So maybe you could share a little bit about what the divine feminine is or what the feminine side of things actually is. We could say, if you you know are familiar with, say, Taoist concept of yin and yang, the yang is associated with the masculine, and the yin is associated with the feminine. And the yang energy rises up and goes to the more rarefied regions, you know, of abstraction. And the yin energy tends to go down into denser reality. And we need both of these. You could say that this upward natural direction of human desire both for both men and women, but this what we would call this masculine or young impulse, has to do with reconnecting with the divine source, the abstract totality that's the source of creation in sense. And in spiritual terms, this feminine impulse represents the desire of the divine to manifest in creation, the desire to create, the desire to express the divine in form. And so the feminine is very at home in the world of form, which includes the body. And it includes procreation. It includes, includes all kinds of artistic expression, making home, making life, making art, making business, making love, you know, this desire to express the divine in form, I would say is the essence of the feminine impulse. And we need both. And the Taoists say that having both in balance and both circulating in your system freely is the, the balanced kind of expression of life and the way that human beings grow and develop in life. But everything involves both this upward and this downward direction. Both genders, both male and female, get creative ideas and, and want to create and manifest. Absolutely, yes. We're both connecting into the divine goddess and the masculine side of things. Right. How does it get out of balance? Well, for example, what a lot of the religions and spiritual practices have done is they've said, it's all about God and heaven. And it's all about getting to heaven. And it's all about worshiping God. And the spiritual practices have said, it's all about reconnecting with the source and transcending. And that's the only thing that really matters. And in the West, they've even stopped associating the divine with any feminine expression. 
No, it's God, he, you know, that the only legitimate uh, spiritual authority, for example, is the celibate male. And the consequences of that kind of imbalance have been absolutely devastating. They've even said, for example, that sin has to do with being in a physical body. And women were responsible for this, and it's caused the entire fall. And the original sin is sex, and the fact that you're in a physical body is a sign that you are in the thrall of original sin. And it's just been absolutely devastating to put sex as the core of evil or sin you know, in people's minds, and that's associated with the feminine, it's associated with birth. And so then, with sexuality considered evil, unless it's for procreation, then it's completely in the shadow. And so the field of sex is abandoned to sin. You don't have the connection between the divine and sex, sexuality. And so then we're left with treating people as objects and then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when the lower but still completely divine in my system, aspects of life, the body, if those are considered inherently sinful and wrong, then it's really, a setup for terrible dissociation. And so we get messes such as the, the priest scandal in the Roman Catholic Church. There's no integration between the higher and the lower. And the sexuality is completely in the shadow. I think the masculine-feminine balance can be askew in many, many places, not just sexually but in the world of business and finance yes even in the little microcosm of our own relationships and our homes if there isn't that fundamental equal respect between male and female it's out of balance these residual things you know even though we may be completely secularized and even though we may be quote liberated women unquote there's still these residual ideas that are there in our unconscious and show up in so many ways in our culture with all these problems. And you know, the feminine power used to mean being enough of a pleaser to get a man to support you financially for the rest of your life and hopefully not abandoning you and, your ch and the children to destitution in your old age. I mean, you know, it's there's still residues of that remaining and it's distorted things a lot and we need to clear a lot of those things out and so my work is really efficient way to help people clear out those things and really directly experience the holy ground of their own body and get back from this original sin thing and all those associations get back to the original innocence 
that's the real truth of the human being. It really reminds me actually of in the tarot, the card that's the fool and in the Bible as well, you know, be as little children to seek the kingdom of heaven, right? You've given us the old distorted idea of what an empowered woman is. Can you give us a healthier definition of what you consider an empowered woman to be or the divine feminine? Beautiful. Yes, I would say a woman who is deeply, deeply comfortable in her own skin, including all these sexual, sexual sex organs that have been used as objects that where we may have done things we didn't really want to do or we've got residues of old relationship traumas or whatever still in our system, those have been cleared out and there's a fresh slate, a totally different meaning and a different relationship with the body. The body is our holy instrument of experience. It's not an object for somebody else, you know, to see what we can milk out of it for somebody else's gratification or even our own for that matter. We're familiar with how our energy works. We own that. We're in our power in the world. And we're coming with our own feminine gifts as well as our masculine gifts. And in our, our relationships with, say, if we're primarily have feminine energy in our, with our female body and we have a male partner who has primarily masculine energy, then, and even if there's some other combination of same sex or a little bit different balance of masculine and feminine between the partners, we can play with that masculine-feminine dynamic. We understand the polarity and the value of the polarity for generating dynamism in sexuality and in creativity and all kinds of spheres so we can play with the polarity of the masculine-feminine dynamic. We don't all have to become sort of anemic, bland, um, you know, balanced. We have our polarized sexuality, but we understand it. We've got not only the innocence and wisdom and original, the original innocence of a child, but we also have the wisdom of this knowledge of our system and how to enjoy it and use it in a balanced, integrated way. So Susanna, do you think that when people can actually connect in with that divine goddess within themselves, that it actually helps them to know themselves better and to be more aligned, to take more aligned actions and make better decisions? Yes. And there's, there's a huge amount of intelligence. One of the, um, well, in most of the goddess mythologies, there's a goddess of wisdom and, or goddess of intelligence that represents the intelligence on the basis of which creation emerged. And so with that 
goddess energy more integrated, we don't necessarily have to figure it out just intellectually so much, that our intuition gets tuned in and refined, and we can also learn, this is part of what I teach, um, but we can also learn to communicate with our male partners, independent partners, and with the men that we work with in ways that honor their masculine and feminine gifts without, you know, cutting them off at the knees. So we're empowering not only ourselves, but we're able to let go of maybe some anger or resentment that we've built up toward men based on some past experience. And we're able to navigate in such a way that doesn't trigger that's not being a pleaser, but also honoring the other and not triggering, you know, a lot of negativity and being dumped on by men or making them feel like they have to squash us in order to have their own power, that kind of thing. So there's more balance in all kinds of spheres. So you actually mentioned a number of what I would consider gifts from becoming more empowered as a divine feminine or embracing your goddess energy, mm -hmm. having more respectful relationships for one yes. thing, more harmony, being yeah. more intuitive, mm -hmm. yes, a better communicator, yes, a better creator, yes. And there is an aspect of the divine feminine that's also about receiving. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. I agree completely. I teach in my workshops and retreats, waking up that very deeply, very receptive feminine energy. And that, well, it's, it's, it's extremely rich, extremely enriching in untold numbers of ways. And it's not about headspace. It's not about no. thinking about No, it's not deciding I'm going to be more receptive. It's extremely embodied, and you understand what's going on as well as directly experiencing it. It's all there inside of us, so it doesn't take a whole lot. It just takes some knowledge, some insight into the direction, and some sense of some practice that's actually very easy and immediately very accessible i'll put it that way because it's already there some time and some compassion for the self absolutely it does take time to integrate that and to incorporate that more and adapt to our behavior to this new experience of self being in a, in a program where women are together and supporting themselves and cultivating that and integrating that into their lives is an extremely valuable thing. Personally, I think with the work that you do, the adapting behavior actually comes naturally. It's not something you have to consciously try and shift. And you value, when you value your own gifts, your own feminine gifts, you're in touch with those, and you value those, you gain a weight and a presence as a woman that makes you much more attractive to a healthy 
masculine attention. That helps you attract a suitable partner if you don't already have one. And it would help enrich your relationship with your current partner if you do have one. And part of what I like to teach is really practical ways to get from here to there. And you're right, it is very natural. It does help to have some knowledge of what's going on and some ability to get feedback on new experiences. I think that it's also really important that women support each other. And sometimes women, or in some circles, women can really judge each other very harshly and be very critical instead of supporting and encouraging growth and compassion. I think when that happens, that those women, once again, maybe have embraced the more masculine side. Yes, and also when we've internalized the disrespect for the feminine, and we've got these images like, you've either got to be a Madonna, a good girl, or she's flaunting her sexuality too much. So we have repressed certain aspects of ourselves in order to fit into one of the modes that is rewarded in our culture from one angle or the opposite angle. So we project that onto other people we're also our own worst critics. We internalized a lot of things like, oh my, you know, I've got this lump in my body or my thighs are too big or I've got, you know, I'm this or that, whatever, you know, it is. We have internalized these very distorted, very destructive stereotypes and we could judge ourselves. So this tendency to judge other women is just a reflection of our tendency to judge ourselves. So as we open up, to a fuller appreciation of the different aspects of our feminine gifts. And we can appreciate those in ourselves, we can appreciate those in each other, and we can support each other in this kind of unfoldment that we're experiencing in our lives. Well, Susanna, a really powerful conversation today. It's almost time to wrap up, but before we do, I'm wondering if you could just say a few words to any of the male listeners that we have and how you could help them be more comfortable or begin to access that feminine side that they need in order to create and have a balanced psyche. So I would encourage men to be armor a little bit if they can to be open to this huge tumult that they may find themselves in that they may have suffered from to some extent with all the confusion and men have suffered along with the women in this whole mess that we're trying to now straighten out and new forms of relationship and so forth are emerging so I would suggest that the man just relax as much as they can and allow this to unfold. I'm praying and I believe that we're all going to be a lot better off once we're through this huge transition and all the turmoil of that. 
And another thing you can do is encourage the woman in your life to look into my work. Thank you for that, Susanna, because I think it's really important that the women don't forget the men and that men start embracing a healthier respect for women. Yes. I really appreciate the work that you do. And I'm really excited because later on this year, uh, I believe it's in May, we're looking at bringing Susanna back to the Ottawa area for a live weekend workshop retreat. If you're interested in learning more about that, you can contact me at Linda at thoughtchange.com. Susanna, why don't you share your contact information as well for our listeners that are around the world? All right, you can reach me through my website, radiantembodiedwoman.com. And you can sign up for my newsletter there and stay in touch with me that way. Fantastic. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. Please feel free to check out our channel. We have a lot of fascinating episodes for your listening enjoyment. That's it for today. You'll see us again next week. Bye for now.